This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome back to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. Joining me outside of Craven Cottage is Max Cohen, Emilio Danello, and Steve Lydiard. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 3-1 loss, or I'll call Coventry City's 3-1 victory against Fulham. Again, let's just start off, guys, before I get your thoughts on the match. I just want to congratulate Coventry City and their supporters because... They outplayed Fulham in two matches, and they deserve all three points. It wasn't even close, guys. I'm going to say that. So I just want to start off by congratulating the Coventry City supporters because they deserve that. I already did that on Twitter, so I wanted to do that here. And I'm sure we're going to get many that are going to be watching this. And we'll be talking a lot about them. We're going to be giving them the credit that they do. Max, like you and I did when they beat us uh, when Fulham were on the road. So we'll talk about that as well. But I do have to mention this, guys, because um, Max and myself did a show after the last match, the reverse fixture of full-time, and we got a lot of comments. We got a lot of anti-American comments. Now, I'm just speaking to the people that did this because there it wasn't one, it wasn't two, it was some. And I've been doing this show for 10 years. Max lived in London, went to matches at Fulham Football Club. There's no place for this. You get full credit for the victory. I'm a Fulham supporter since 2007, and I certainly didn't deserve that, and there was a good amount of it, and Max didn't deserve it. I just have to get off my chest on that. Let's move on from that. Guys, let's talk about the match. Max, I'll go to you first. This wasn't even close, my friend. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing. First off, I just want to say it's great to be back here with Emilio and Steve. 
great to see my mates in London. And it's great to be back at the cottage after a long time away. It was a really, it was a poor match. I mean, there was a great 10 minute spell after Decadova Reed scored when the entire stadium was on its feet. We thought we could get an equalizer. The noise was behind us and it was just like old times at the cottage. Right. But of course it didn't, it didn't work out for us today. Um, you have to single out Tosin. I thought he was poor. Okay. Reem was excellent. Give him credit. Yep. Uh, but the attack also suffered. So there are a number of spells there where Coventry were the better side by far. Um, but again, a poor loss. And the goal right at the end was a real killer. Horrible. Very hard to take. Horrible. Emilio, I'm going to go in a different direction with you. Was Marco Silva outcoached in this match? Now, this is two times that they have been blown out. And I have to tell you that I'm just asking the question because they were on top of us the entire match. They knew how we were going to play. Marco Silva adjusted in the second half. But they have a system that worked out well. This is a team yeah. that knows how to play against us. So I'm going to ask the question, was Marco Silva outcoached? I think so. I think, I think we've always said, you know, you know that central midfield, that defensive midfield setup. Just If you're going to play Harrison Reed, play him in his natural position. Don't play him in a more mature forward starting midfield role. That's, that's the first criticism. Every time he's played in that more advanced role, been ineffective. Okay, second half, he's the player he, we expect him to be. Shalabar, don't, actually don't think he actually played that bad. Okay. But clearly, you know, didn't offer much, you know, in terms of quality there. I, you know, I'm surprised Seri didn't start, to be honest with you. I'm surprised okay. Seri on the bench. But overall, yes, I think he was outcoached. And, you know, we came out second half a lot more determined, more hungrier. Formation was a more natural formation. Right. And we looked dangerous. On another day, we would have scored two or three goals. But you can't win every game, right? Some games no, you, you win, can't. some games you lose. But they, would, they threatened from set pieces and corners right through the whole game. That first half. Those corners were immense from them. And then we, we Rodak struggled to, to basically defend those corners. And one of them, obviously, well, I, didn't, I haven't seen the replay. One of them maybe ricocheted off someone's arm, kept right. someone on arm and went back to the net. But overall, the best team won today. Yes. But the frustration from my part is, you know, you've got people come from from abroad to watch the game. I know, Max, that, I know. That disappointing performance. And we didn't deserve anything from the game. So no. that, I'm going to be very clear. Coventry no. did outfox us. They deserve to win, and we move on. The fact they've done a double over us, congratulations. I suspect someone has to give, do the double over <laughs> the champions of this division. So enjoy it while you can, Coventry. We might see you in the Premier League one year. Yeah, and, and listen, like I said, full credit to them, full credit to the manager, full credit to the players. They outplayed Fulham, and I think they mm. outcoached them as well. Steve, I know you can only stay with a few minutes. I call Steve Mr. Whippy. Mr. Whippy, give me your first half analysis. Plus about it, really. Um, <laughs> I thought we were really, really poor. I mean, eight minutes in, I wanted, I tweeted something about Shalaba. I wanted him taken off after the just a stupid free kick he gave away um, early doors. And um, yep. yeah, just uh, I thought the team selection was wrong as well. I didn't understand why Brian wasn't playing the left back today instead of Robinson. We got caught out too many times down the wings today. Um, I just thought there were two or three different selections that we got wrong Shalaba, Robinson, um, possibly one other, but that was definitely the two that stuck out to me. Okay, excellent. Emilio, back over to you. Let's talk about the first goal. Did you guys get a good view of this off of a corner? The first goal from Coventry City. See you, Steve. Sorry, nice to see you. Steve's the same goodbye with this Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Steve. Show the bed. Come on, pull them. <laughs> go, lads. Put your legs on this thing up. There you Come go. See you soon, this is live. This is Bye, live Steve. broadcasting. <laughs> That's the beauty of live broadcasting. That's, That's right. Cottage. That's the beauty. 
right outside of Craven Cottage. So, Emilio, let's talk about the first goal. Do you get a good view? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen a replay of it, but again, like Steve said, you know, disappointing free kick leading up to that. But when it was from the corner, again, I don't want to blame Rodak. We're going to criticise Rodak quite significantly today, but uh, overall, good corner. I thought it was a Rick. I thought it deflected. Yeah, I look, I thought it came off someone's arm. Something, yeah, it was, I thought. It was I, think, I haven't seen a replay, but it came off. That's Fulham players were complaining, especially Rodet saying there was a. Right. It hit someone's arm. Now, whether the replay suggests that, I don't know. But overall, we just struggled to defend those corners throughout the whole game. The whole Rodak game. was constantly on his spot over time. You know, you need a keeper who's competent and dominates his his, his six yard box. He did nothing about that today, and you know he how was, much I like Rodak. I'm a big fan of his. I'm He's sorry, Marek Rodak was poor today. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. And I'm going to call out Gazaniga will be the will start against Derby <laughs> County, and Marcus Silva will be thinking who's his number two for next year. Okay, excellent. So Very I'm calling good. it out. Big shout, big shout. Emilio did say right from Emilio to me and big Steve. Call, big call out. He said okay. Rodak cannot be a Premier League keeper next no, season. No, not mine. I agree with you guys. And Max, let's talk about the second goal because if they don't score the second goal, I think the match is very different. And gentlemen, Jim and Jamie, they, they basically were calling out Rodak on this. This was a poor goal to give up. He can't give up this goal, Max. I know we all make mistakes, but they can't give up this goal. Sorry, Ross. We're in the car park here and there's some cars moving. Uh, the second goal, <laughs> I think you're asking about. So from my vantage point, just like a total shocker by Mac Rodak. Oh. Complete shocker. <laughs> I thought it took a deflection because how on earth does he let that go in just straight at him? Emilio was a bit closer to it. No, I, no, I didn't see a deflection. Just, no deflection at all. Misjudged no, it. Just done so poorly. Yeah. A bit, you know, when you're too complacent, and Rodak hasn't had much... We haven't been troubled defensively this year in terms of goal. How many goals keeping saves has Rodak had to make this season compared right. to two years ago? Right. Two years ago, he was outstanding. We all wanted him to start as Premier League keeper, and unfortunately, you know, Arriola was selected, who had a, who was probably one of our best players last year. Yeah. But Rodex had less saves to make this year, but he's been more noticeably error-prone yeah. and been average. That's yeah. just my observation. And, and what I'll say about the second goal is that every time Coventry went forward in that first half, it looked so much more dangerous yeah. than we did. And Absolutely. it was Nico Williams' right-back position. It was a far end of the pitch from where I was sitting. Mm. It was where that danger is coming. The, the Coventry player cuts in, and I think mm. it's Tosin who kind of just loses him. And it's a yeah. free shot. I was saying someone stepped to him. Yeah. Again, the keeper should not be beaten from that at all. But no, the defense no. also just d didn't track. And yeah. that was kind of the story of the first 20 minutes. We just looked asleep. Central midfield is just like straight through. You can just walk through yeah. that central midfield. Yep. And they're, they're, they're set piece, you know, they're penetrating us. And they're set piece very dangerous. Very, exactly. very dangerous. Exactly. Emilio, I want to ask you this. Because, again, I'm glad that we're talking mm. about how dominant Coventry City were in the early stages. And I'll say for the most of the half. But I want to ask you this, because I don't think full match their intensity. I don't think, you know, and again, we could say urgency, but I'll use the word intensity because they were on top of us and they knew exactly what they needed to do. Every pass was crisp. They were on it and we I don't think we yeah. matched their intensity. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I think, you know, we, we just struggled in our first half. You know, they were trying to play us on the break. You know, we had too many defensive frailties there. You've said it, Max, as well. Tosin had a shock of the whole game and Reem having to cover up for him most of the game. You know, Williams going forward, good. You know, very, very strong. And But, you know, you know slightly susceptible in, in defence at times as well. But overall, yep. you know, Coventry, man for man, they were, they were more up for it. Yep. Maybe they, the fact that they wanted to beat us for the second time this season, 
they still got a sniffing chance to get into the playoffs. So they had probably yeah. more to play for than we did. And mm. I think that, that's, listen, that complacency credit, sort of crept mm. in as well, I think, throughout the game. Right. And the way that I'm looking at this, and I'm watching the first half, and we'll talk mm. about the second half in just a second, is that I just felt that this match in its entirety has more to do with them than it does with Fulham, which is kind of sad to say. Mm. Meaning that we can blame Fulham for their mistakes, but this is about what Coventry City did to Fulham, Max, for me. It's how they dictated the match. Yeah, and listen, as Emilio said, s- similar thing happened in the reverse fixture. Exactly. They tore us apart. Yeah. And it's something about the side. You know, every team has to have a bogey, a bogey mm. team. is might be Coventry for us. The, the way they attacked and the way they seem to always get uh, Georgis free and they're always runners and it's just yeah. like quick. And, and he was dangerous the, the corners, entire match. The set dangerous. pieces. I mean, every yep. single set piece, as we mentioned. Rodak flapping and getting nowhere yeah, near. Yeah. Normally, we're the side that's threading from set pieces. You know, he's got yep. a, a, a reverse mentality right. here. We, we just were not up for it. But I would say, Russ, we had loads of chances. On a different day, Yep. that Mitro header in the first half, great save, that goes yeah, in. Carvalho, yeah. flick header, second half goes in. I know. Carvalho hit the bar. Carvalho yeah. hit the bar. Manis, it's a weird match because we lost 3-1, and it's very frustrating, and I'm very upset. But when you look back at it, we created quite a bit and the finishing maybe just wasn't there. Yeah. We could have won three points game, ugly speaking. Yep. That's a great point, Max, because again, in the second half, what did you guys make of the substitution to begin the second half, Emilio, to bring on Bobby Decker Reed and take off Chalaba? Um, A positive move. I think Reed goes back to his natural position, which is, I think, going back to my earlier point, Either he plays in his natural position or we don't play him at all. I totally agree. And I'm end of story. I'll you 100, yeah, I totally agree. That, you know, I think it's it about time we said that. And then he point his natural position. Up, he mopped up and he yep. kept the ball moving quite nicely. You know, then Bobby Decker, Decker Reed, yeah. not elegant, but you know, he'd always pop up with goals. He'd actually brought a lot of positive. Great you know, goal to yeah. be fair. He was involved, you know, as soon as he came on. I thought he looked yep. lively. He made some good touches. It was good movement with Wilson and Williams as well. So I think overall a good positive change. Okay. And what did you make of the other substitutions? I'll go to you, Max. Let's talk about Muniz coming on, and then they bring on Josh Anima. And I'm not sure. Do you guys get a good look at what happened to Nico Williams? I wasn't quite sure. I think he actually fouled the player and then mm-hmm. went down himself. He, he went down clutching his knee. Maybe some, I'm not sure where it was in his leg, but he didn't look okay. in a great way. Mm-hmm. He did walk off under his own, you know, okay. volition. So maybe that's not too serious. But the substitutions, they listen, they were attacking. Mm. We switched to a back three. Yeah. Yep. It was all a bit helter-skelter, but you needed that. It was. Down two goals yeah. with 50 minutes yeah. to go. So Muniz gave that extra bit of attacking. Uh, impetus up top. He should have scored, I think, mm. in that chance he had laid on at, at 2-1. Yep. Anima had a very poor back pass. The Jomas was ultimately yeah, goal. Right, yeah. But oh. there were a couple of situations where he broke free of the midfield. And once he broke through that press, we could kick on the counterattack. So... I thought they were good substitutions. Yeah. My only question was, where was Seri? I'm not the biggest Seri fan in the world. Everyone knows that. But right. he could have added a bit more calmness. Composure, that, yeah. Composure, yeah. that yeah. final pass, which was missing in this match. Um, so I was a bit surprised not to see him on the pitch. Okay. okay. I think, I think when, on, on that point as well, it's literally the last 20 minutes. It was just, it was just chaos. It was madness, sense. Yeah. Had, There was no system. You know, we were just, we were just hope. Yeah. Yeah. Play long balls. People playing out of position. That was got, weird. Bobby Reed out wide. Then you got you on him and made a forward run. Yeah, he assisted with a goal as he well. He wasn't really it's, playing right wing. Back, no, it's so a, we didn't really have a right. Back no system. It was just like keep pushing forward, keep moving, keep pushing commentary back, and hope and pray. That's what it was. That's what it felt. Like. There was no system. In yeah, it, and it almost worked. It almost it worked. worked. It, it almost did. 
And Max, what are your thoughts about the goal from Bobby Decker Dover Reed? Mm. It's a great goal. We have to give him credit because he started out the move yeah. well in his own half or right exactly. around the halfway line. He played a nice one too, and it was a nice, cool, low finish uh, in the bottom mm-hmm. right hand corner. I'm, I'm, I was happy for him. Yeah. Uh, he's someone who, you know, isn't getting the starts. He maybe thinks he deserves. Yep. He needs to show the manager something. He mm-hmm. needs something to prove. Um, and that really, with eight minutes to go, it, it brought the cottage yeah, it did, to it life. Did, it did, yeah. And there was belief for us. And that's yeah. Listen, we lost three one. At least I got to see a goal here at the cottage. You know, <laughs> I'll give Onam a bit of credit as well. Without you know, he, he had time, but he looked up. He yep. didn't square the board into yep. the net, into the six yard box. He looked up. Passed it back to Reed, and he maybe yep. didn't hit it as cleanly as he would like, but still it went in the back of the net. And like you said, there was still eight minutes plus added yep. time, so there were still moments. And on another day, Muniz, if you're playing more regularly, maybe he scores. He would hit that in the back of the net. When you're not yep. playing regularly, you know, he maybe maybe took a moment to think about yeah. what he's yep. going to do. Too much time. Yeah, to too much time. I think that's that's a difference between confidence yep. and maybe when you're just like a bit part player, which he is at the moment. Okay, guys, I have to ask you this because gentlemen Jim and Jamie went off on the uh, situation with Mitro. Was this should Fulham have been awarded a penalty? Your thoughts? They they both were adamant about this. I didn't get a good view. I don't think I got a great view of it. So, Max, what what did you make of this? I don't know. I mean, that you could have been referring to many situations. Yeah, a few. Wasn't I mean, few. he got tangled up a bunch. I have to say, where I was sat in the Johnny Haynes stand near the Putney end, I couldn't get a great view. Okay. Um. Maybe Amelia, were you closer to this? Yeah, you know, I, was, I sit on the. Um, this is one in the second half, right? Which one yes. did we saw? Yeah, yes. second half. I think his reputation gets the better of him. That's the problem oh, for yeah, me. Totally. You know, Bo. Mo- I said it to Joe on the game. Bo Morte many years ago, many penalties were not given to him because of his reputation of yeah. diving and cheating. And Mitrovic is going to be the same. He wouldn't. If it was somebody else, you would have likely got a penalty out of it because it's yeah. Mitrovic. The benefit of that always goes to the opposing teams. And it's just because of who he is. And reputationally, you know, he likes to be he likes to make things very dramatic. So I'd like to see it again. I wasn't convinced it was a penalty. Okay. Put it that way. Okay. And to finish this off, guys, and again, I actually had a feeling that Fulham might get that equalizer. But then you have what happened at the end of the match. So, Max, I want to get your thoughts about the third goal from Callum O'Hare. Uh, and again, this is a tap-in. Yeah, what I mean, was going on here to end this match? Listen, uh, a real dog's breakfast. Uh, <laughs> just a category of errors. I mean, Rodak, I think Miller uh, or Steve were talking about it. He was supposed to roll it out, but he draws it to his feet, plays in Ream. And as I said, the only error Ream made all match. Ream was flawless. He's my man in the match by far. He gets caught in the ball. And then Rodak tries to go out initially to cut off the ball yeah. in the box. Realized he has to retreat. And I'm not really sure what happened with the marking, but it's just a square ball, a tap-in. And the Coventry fans went mental. And yeah, almost mean, every single person in the ground, except, you know, myself. My family <laughs> left at that point. It really took the air yeah, out, it out did, of it. It did, it did. Yeah. And the frustration for me is, other end of the pitch, yep. Tim Ream, your captain, tells your keeper, get the ball out. What does, what does, what does Rodak do? Ignore him, yeah. carries the ball forward, and then drops it. Yeah, what the hell are you poor. doing, Marek Roda? Your, your, your captain has given you explicit instruction. You've ignored him. So, sorry, Roda. You're shocked of the second goal. You looked a liability from set piece. Of course, you, need, you don't command your box. True. And third goal. So, I'm afraid, there are, as much as I hate to say it, I think we do need a reinforcement in the Premier League. Last year. This season, he's been average. Mm. There's been moments when he has been tested, hasn't done as well as he should do. He's looked a little bit unsettling. And yep. his distribution, I don't know if you agree, Max, this is he doesn't distribute the ball as quickly as he was two years ago. Yeah, I think you're he right. He seems to be holding 100%. the ball, looking, hesitating, 
Whereas two years ago, as soon as he gets water, it's straight out. Yep. So for some reason, I don't know what he's more guarded. I can't figure it out, but he's not the player he was two years ago. 100%. Guys, let me share this comment. Hopefully you guys can see this. If not, I'll read it. This is from Lee Manning. Overall, Coventry deserved their win and applied speed and urgency throughout the match. (laughs) We woke up in the second half, but we were always vulnerable to the counterattack. I couldn't agree more. We won't cruise to promotion and must not lose to Derby. Now... I still think we're going to get promotion. I don't, I'm not worried about that. But that's going to lead to talk about the Derby match. We'll talk about that in just a second. But what are your thoughts, guys, about the comments from Lee Manning here? Yeah, Lee's spot on. I think the vulnerable to the counterattack, that was the story of the match. Mm-hmm. When we tried to attack, Coventry often had six to seven players behind the ball. Yeah. Yeah. There was no center midfield movement. Carvalho was anonymous. We have to put mm-hmm. that in there. True. We just put it out wide and oftentimes just kind of the back four playing with each other. When Coventry went forward, it was direct, it was quick, and more often than not, they won a corner or had a ball in the box out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. the nature of, I think, exactly. that's the You're tactics. Right. No, Great away yeah. performance. I knew how to control us. I'm not sure about we won't cruise promotion. I don't think this has too much of a bearing on the final. Yeah. I don't what, either. Seven matches this season, but, no. you know, I agree. If we lose to Derby, then it's two losses in a row. It's a bit <laughs> of a narrative now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I agree. I think we... We uh, every time we've said it many times when we have struggled, you know, it's Reading as well. Same thing again. They they pushed us back and they they played on the break and counter attack and we got stung by Reading at home early yep. in the season. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So yeah, so you might agree with the comment, but ultimately, it's more a question when can we wrap up this championship, not yeah. a promotion. I actually the want, I won the title. So. He wants the title. Okay. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about when can Fulham wrap up the title, and I'm going <laughs> to share some comments with the guys as well. Okay, guys, to finish up, I do have some comments from the Fulham supporters. I'm just going to share them with you guys. So what's just, and they keep coming in, so please keep the comments coming. This is from Neil Stewart. Why isn't Anima playing more? Chalba isn't doing it for me. Your thoughts, Max? It's a good question. I think Anima, I don't think he showed enough today to start, but it's certainly a good question to ask of Silva because Chalba, I mean, Listen, I saw him in person for the first time today. He's massive. He's so <laughs> tall when you, when you see him on the pitch compared mm. to other players. But I, I don't know if he's a Premier League player. I don't even know if he's a championship starting player. Mm. So I would like to see Anima playing uh, more. It can't hurt. There are some times when he yep. drove forward today, took on players. We needed that. Players who can dribble, drive mm. forward. Sure, give him a start uh, in a couple matches. But I think at the end of the day, neither of these players deserve to start in the Premier no, League. And that's no. where we have to yeah, look That's the bottom line. Exactly. Yeah. Bottom. And on that point... What's disappointing about today? Forget the performance. I, the sooner we wrap up promotion, the sooner he can experiment. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, he's I got agree. To start thinking about who does he think is good enough to be squad player for next year. That's rather great. Still trying to fight for points. So yeah. neither of these players, I think, are good enough for the Premier League. Onuma, what potentially a squad player next year? I don't know, but clearly he wasn't strong enough the, under Parker last year. And he's one of Parker's babies. So I, to be honest, I don't see I don't see either of these players playing for Fulham next year. Okay. Here's a very good question from Ralph Leach, okay? It's for both of you. I'll go right back to you, Miller, which kind of talking about this. Yeah. How many new players do we need to be competitive in the prem? Now, I know this is after loss and everything is highlighted, but I think it's a fair question to ask. How many players, Emilio? And then I'll go to you, Max. In my head before the game, I said a minimum of five. <laughs> a minimum of five new regular starting players. Look at the two, two seasons ago. Scott Parker gave the, the promoter team Yep. Three or four or five games to start with. Clearly, they're out of depth. 
and Tony Khan responded and went and got some decent signings. But clearly, it was maybe you know we just weren't able to take advantage of that. I don't think we can afford that luxury this time around. You know, there's play. You know, I think we need really a new keeper. I've said that before today, yep. so I, I haven't changed my mind. Even three, four, I need really a new number one, another central defender, but an international proven defender like Anderson to play along Tosin. Yep. Robinson, I. I think he's okay. I think he. I still believe in Robinson. I know he's not had the best seasons, and he's he divides opinion. How do you feel he played today, Emilio? I thought he played okay second. He had a, one of first his half games. was shaky. Second half, excellent yeah, exactly. driving. Forward. I thought he so played he very was. well in the second half, Max. I'm glad yeah. you said that's that. Two, that's two. two. Central defensive midfielder. Three. Cavalli replacement. Four. And we need a, a striker. We need <laughs> another striker. We can't have Mitrovic playing alone up there. Muniz coming on as an impact sub. No chance. Yeah, no, no okay. chance. That's spot on. Emilio's spot on. Completely. Okay. Minimum five. Minimum five. Okay. And that's Stefan says six. Yeah. yeah. Five, minimum five to seven. Okay. Realistically. All right. Very, very good stuff. I want to share this comment. This is from Recon 90. Coventry City fan here. You're, you will be promoted. You deserve given what, where you are. And it was, it's a great result for his side. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I want to give you credit, my friend, for commenting. And, and this is a a fair comment. So thank you for sharing it and watching the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. So yeah. Enjoy the celebrations today. Yeah. Enjoy it. Listen, listen, the Coventry city supporters, they should deserve to have a good time. They deserve this and they should be having a good night tonight. There's no question about it because they deserve this victory. They deserve both of them. So I don't know what it is, Max. It's like Barnsley all over again. Two years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, Okay, so I'm going to ask you both to finish this up. Max, when do we win the title? Because Emilio doesn't want to talk about just being promoted. When do we win the title? Well, I haven't crunched the numbers quite yet, but Steve was saying earlier before we went on air that Luden at home could be the match, Ben Holiday okay. Monday. Uh, don't quote me on that, but, you know, let's, let's say that could be a provisional mm. date. What do you think? I think, well, I think we'll, look, we've got... Nottingham Forest at home will be tough. Bournemouth away and Sheffield United will be tough. But we've got Preston at home and yep. Luton. There's, we, there's enough games there to win. And Derby County, yeah. they've got to they've got to throw everything. Yeah, they're gonna be fighting know, on, on, on Friday night, yeah. and that's yeah. going to give us opportunities. So if we go back to play to our strongest team, be more composed. Maybe bring Seri in there to just put a bit of quality composure mid in, in the central midfield. Then I think we can recover. And we win if we win against Derby, then it's you know you could argue the championship is pretty much ours. Hey, two more wins is enough. Two wins will guarantee you the title. Okay. Shame it wasn't today one of those two yeah, wins. Okay. So, here's another Coventry City supporter. Where was the revenge you were playing? Well, hey, fair play to Coventry City. You guys played much better than Fulham, so you deserved all three points. We've been saying that throughout the show and want to congratulate all the Coventry City supporters. And whether they're watching now or watch a replay of this, Congratulations on both victories. You deserve both of them. End of story. Guys, let's wrap this up because, again, I want to thank you both for doing this show right after the match. Max, I'm going to be meeting you soon. I can't wait to meet you. Just give me your, I guess you could say, your final thoughts before we go. Yeah, final thoughts was at a different day, it's a different result. There are a couple of really great chances to tie it up at 2-2. It didn't happen. Um, but... We're in a much different situation than when we lost 4-1 to Coventry in the fall. Back then, I think they were around three points. Maybe they even ahead of us on points, yep. both in the playoff places. Yeah, this is live broadcasting. And now we're top of the league, essentially going to be automatic promotions nailed on. It's a different story. 
you know, we can be more magnanimous and say credit to Coventry. Yeah. Um, you know, best of luck to them, but we'll be looking forward. And it, w- it wasn't today when we got close to promotion, but we're certain it'll be the next couple of weeks. Okay. How about you, Emilio, to finish up the show? Look, you know, us. we've said it on the show a few occasions. The best team won today, so Absolutely. no qualms about that. But look, you pull up your socks. You know, Marco Silva will, you know, will be giving a bit of a kick up the backside and we'll, re- we'll put ourselves together ready for Derby County away. We've got, what, six games left? You need two more wins to guarantee the title. So yeah. let's make one of them against Derby County. In the worst case, we don't win against Derby. It's not the end of the world. You've still got five more victories. And you've still got all the other teams have to win all their games as well. That's so right. Look, that's let's, right. Let's be realistic here. You know, and anything can happen. We can fall apart. We can lose the next six games, but the other teams still have to win their six games as well. So it's it's a lot to ask for. But it's in our hands, and it's been a bad day because Napoli also lost at home to Fiorentina oh, today. No. So, yeah, oh, so I'm sorry, I'm not, not happy about that. So it's been a oh. double loss today. So um, <laughs> never mind. Oh well, yeah, they they've thrown they've thrown away the title as well. So it's oh. uh, yeah. I was hoping for the for the yeah. that Danilo double. Yeah, oh. it's one of them might happen. The Fulham one will happen. I'm not sure about the Napoli one. I think oh. they've thrown it away today. Another home defeat. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Emilio. Oh. That, that that's a a bad way to end the show. Yeah, because, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> but listen, guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me after this uh, disappointing loss. And as we've been talking about it, for me, this match was more to do with how Coventry City played than how Fulham played because they deserved all three points. But let's wrap this up. And great for to have Max here as well. Yeah, great to see Emilio. Yeah. What? Great to have Max here as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm glad, Max. I'm glad that you are are back uh, in London, enjoying yourself, and I hope you have a a wonderful rest of your trip. Well, there us. Yeah, great to okay. see the College Shark fam. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, take care, everybody. Okay, Bye, well, to wrap up the show, I'm Russ Goldman. He is Emilio Danella, and he is Max Cohen. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.